This is the Milo Beasley Show. This is the Milo Beasley Show. There's only one thing you need to know. This is the Milo Beasley Show. And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to the Milo Beasley Show. I'm super excited uh, for those of you who, who know me personally. You know I'm a huge baseball fan, and baseball is right around the corner. So I am thrilled to be able to have our next guest. You may know her from A League of Their Own, and you know her work from a bunch of things that you didn't know. So please help me welcome at this time, Patty Pelton. How are you doing? I'm good. It's great to be here. I hope my uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on as a... Uh, Again, I I found you via, you know, looking up, you know, uh, get possible guests for a league of their own, and then once I dove into uh, your website and you know your your you know uh, your IMDb, I was like, this is amazing, and I definitely want to chat with you this evening. So thank you so much for for joining me. You bet. So okay. uh, yeah, again. Uh, a league of their own. I'm a huge, huge baseball fan. It was a huge fan uh, of the movie. Um, how did you find out about the audition process? And first off, were you into baseball prior to auditioning? Yeah, I played baseball since I was four. Um, yeah, my brothers, I always wore their Detroit Tiger uniform around. It was always too big for me. And I didn't even know what a softball was until I got in eighth grade. And they're like, oh, you want to be on the softball team? And I'm like, oh, I've been playing baseball, but I'll adapt. I'll do that, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I was really lucky that my brothers let me play play with them. And my mom took me to the theater all the time. So there you have oh. it. So that's, the, you know, I became an actress who actually could play baseball. Right. So, And my mom used to take me to the ball games all the time. She raised us. Uh, my father was killed when we were young. So my mom raised us. And my mom always was a big sports fan and took me to the ball game all the time. Let me play baseball. Let me do, you know, play all the sports I wanted to in the neighborhood. And um, and it paid off. So, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So then how did you find out where were you an actor? I mean, you you did theater and stuff, but. Uh, how did you find out about this audition? Well, um, I was living in Chicago at the time and I happened to know Ann Cusack, who also was in it. We were, you know, we knew each other from, from theater and from Chicago. Right. And, and then, uh, um, we were trying, I was trying to remember this the other day because somebody's writing a book on a league of their own. They were interviewing all of us and we all have the different stories, but there was first David Anspaugh was directing it. And so I auditioned for it with David Anspaugh who did Hoosiers. And that would have been a completely different film, obviously. And um, I auditioned for that. And a bunch of the girls were going to the audition. They said, you should jump in the car with us. I didn't have an agent. I said, how am I going to get into the audition? They, they said, we're going. You should be in this film. Just jump in the car with us. So that's what I did. And I um, I auditioned for Rod Dato. I showed up and they gave me a T-shirt. They were like, who's your agent? And I said, oh, he should have called you. I, I don't know why you haven't heard from him. <laughs> so, uh, they gave me a number, which ended up being my number in the movie, which I didn't request. They handed me number 56, which was the T-shirt. I was number 56 of the players that day, which was really weird. Yeah. So it was just one of those things that was meant to be. But I, I once I'd heard about it, too, I started going to the batting cages and, and started, you know, getting ready for it, doing research. And 
Um, and then that whole thing fell through. He dropped the movie and I had to start all over again. Oh, and no. They, yeah. And they said they weren't going to see, but it turned out okay. They said they weren't going to well, see uh, <laughs> all, the, all the same people from before. And they told Megan Cavanaugh that too, but we both ended up in the movie. I just kept pursuing it and showing up. And um, finally I ended up on the field and Penny was like, so nice to meet you in person go play. And it, I mean, it's a really long story, but they sent out a team to, to, to watch me play and everything right. four of us. So that's how I got into it the second time, but I had to pursue it for two years in order to get in it. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Now was the audition more baseball than acting? Um, for me, it was because they thought I was only a baseball player. I was living in Chicago. <laughs> Penny, Penny didn't know I was an actress. She thought I was an, you know, baseball player. And I was like, no, I'm, I can do both, you know, <laughs> I'm st you know, and, um, so yeah, that's, it, it, it was very interesting. And then, then when the first time I auditioned, they had me read for every role and the same thing when Penny was doing it, I got a second chance and then I had to read all over again for every role. Perfect. And, uh, I didn't get cast in that, in you know, one of those roles. So Penny basically said, I just want to create a role for you. And, and they put me in the movie and then uh, she let me name myself, give my, my character a name. And, and that's how I ended up in the movie, you know? That's so. fantastic. And your name, uh, Marbleen Wilkerson. It's Marbleanne. It's Marbleanne. Um, Marbleanne. It was actually, um, Rosie was the only one that caught this because she, she's so versed in television, you know, history and all this kind right. of stuff. I don't know. There's a movie I'm dating myself, but my brothers and sisters used to watch The Trouble with Angels with Haley Mills. It's, it's right. an old movie. And they always tortured their cousin, Marvel Ann. And she's like, what's your character's name? I said, Marvel Ann. And she gave me the last name. So that's where the name came from. And, she, and Rosie caught it right away. She goes, come on, that's hilarious. And I go, I know. <laughs> I think it's funny. So, that's it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's, I was there's a bunch of names from, from the movie that you just don't hear those names anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's now it's all Jennifer and, yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, there's some, uh, some great names and that's great that you got to, that you got to, to name yourself. And then, so I've always wondered with like a baseball movie, are you just out there all day, just doing different actions and then hoping that they work in the movie or are you having to do specific actions to, you know, for, for the, the sake of what is going on in the movie at that time? Well, first what happened was when I got there, the, the team was already together and they had some of the, just to start with the rehearsals, they had some of the baseball, like, you know, Rod Dato came out, his team who, who coached the, you know, you probably know the right. Olympic team. And we had some of the Cubs come out, and train train us and um so i came and they were already kind of a team but they we started you know they were doing pepper drills and we would be out in the outfield and they'd be hitting them to us in the outfield and um and you know we had to learn to slide with our feet up because we've got those metal cleats on and one of the girls actually auditioning broke her ankle uh because she you know the cleat caught right uh, Dirt. So it was a lot of that and learning, learning. We had a technical Pepper Davis, Pear Davis was our technical advisor. She was one of the original women. And we had to learn also, you know, how to yell dirt in a skirt or whatever they yelled. Not like, oh, that's, you know, something modern, you know, right. she, you're improvising. So we were, we were, we practiced all day long, every day. Um, 
uh, in the heat, you know, it'd be a hundred degrees out there. We'd be practicing in the heat. And then when they went to shoot the movie, of course, it was, uh, it was scripted, you know, um, but like that scene at the very end of the movie, when the ball, Lori hits the ball out, that was Biddy Shram and myself. I, I go out, I'm her cutoff person. We spent the entire day. They had a slingshot and they would just shoot that to the back wall. And it literally was an all day long thing. Us just all day long, just throwing it and running out, throwing it and running it, you know, and then catching, you know, shooting Lori, hitting the bases and that whole thing. But wow. yeah, sometimes they would just set up the, set up the camera for a quick shot and you would do like, they pitched you and pitched you and pitched you. You'd hit, hit, hit each of us, you know, just mm -hmm. to like, you know, shooting it. That's, that's crazy. And so which of the, which of the actors was the best baseball player? I get asked this a lot. And I'm always, first thing I say is me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there are various skill levels. I mean, Teo was very good. Rosie, I hate to say who, who's, you know, some people were more played softball more and then had the skill level right? and could play. And then some played, played a little bit better. And, 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 and if you look at any of the interviews, a lot of people say, you know, Rosie or uh, Taya or, um, you know, and Ramsey could play. Well, everybody could play pretty well, you right. know, but, but yeah, I, I definitely count myself in there. I would too. I would too. <laughs> What was it like now you said, you know, Penny Marshall, you know, took to you and created a spot for you. Mm -hmm. What was it like watching her work, you know, you know, behind the camera? Right. Uh, you know, the whole thing was <laughs> so, still to this day, it's a pretty surreal situation because I it was my first professional job. So I was pretty stunned through <laughs> through most of it. You know, I was just like, um, you know, I remember Ann Ramsey turning to me and. Gina was doing something. She was it's Gina Davis. Right. And we were both like, yep. You know, it was just a constant, like, and then, then we became a team and it, you know, we kind of meshed, but, um, and then watching Penny work with her team of people that she's known over the years, you know, that's same thing. And you're just in awe of the whole situation. I, I was very young too. So we were all kind of in a, it was all very big for all of us, you know? And so it was every day was just kind of six months of magic, you know? I, I, I couldn't imagine. And being out there again with Tom Hanks as well oh, and watching him just, just get Jimmy, Jimmy Dugan is one of the best characters in all of, in all of movie oh. history for me. So and they were all so everybody on that show was so funny. It was just, and we were together, you know, you can imagine we were stuck in a bus together for not stuck, but we were in a bus together for like hours just together. Um, and we would go, you know, we would shoot 12, 13 hours a day and go into extra time. And we shot so much footage that they had to build an, an extra room to put all the footage in it. Cause Penny did also so much. Uh, she lets improvise and improvise scenes and, and not, not to mention the amazing writing of. Right. Uh, of a league of their own, you know, the Babalu and you know, those guys, they were amazing. So. That's, that's great. And you've got to do events with some of the original, uh, original, you know, uh, girl baseball players mm -hmm. as well. Right. We see them, we, we'd see them all the time. We would go to, we were, we're very, uh, we still all see each other. We still do events together. We we're kind of like cousins, all of us, like we're a family. And then the, we've been seeing the women for years, like at the reunions, we try to support them. 
Uh, if they ask us to do something, we try to go um, and, and become friends with a lot of them. And, and through the years, you know, some of them have passed away, which is very sad and, and still friends with a lot of them. So I talk to them on a regular basis, actually. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. And then, so after that, you, mm -hmm. you transitioned, your career has definitely transitioned. Mm -hmm. Were you still interested in, in acting at that point? And when did you kind of start working behind the scenes as well? Mm -hmm. um, well, I, I started getting interested. I started thinking, well, what else could I do besides what I do do, which was acting. And I, I, I did a foray into stunts because I was doing my own baseball stunts. And so I thought, well, maybe I should investigate that. And I happened to know some of the guys that have done Atomic Blonde. And um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think what else David and Chad have done. Matrix. Those guys that weren't the Matrix. They were, you know, Chad was Keanu Reeves' stunt double. And I, I knew those guys. And so I started to kick with them and kick with the stunt guys and learn fight choreography and and um, did a, you know, started doing some stunt stuff because I just loved it. And I loved the choreography and, and, you know, I, I really was loved it. And I think that if I'd started younger, I would have probably transitioned and done both the acting and the stunts, which is what I eventually did do both. But, um, and then uh, I got a call from CSI New York. I produced some of my own things and they wanted me to come on board as a product placement person, which I knew had no idea how to do. I had no idea what that I had to figure out the job. It was terrifying actually for a year trying to figure that out. But I thought it was great to just get some producing credits as well and uh, learn how to do that and learn all the ins and outs of, of production and continue acting. But I did take a break from acting for a little bit. And then um, I produced on a, a web series that we won, we won a daytime Emmy for. So I, yeah. so where, what, where do you, where do you keep, where do you keep a daytime Emmy? Where do you, uh, you have, you have a trophy? Well, trophy? no, I don't have the trophy. I actually have, there was only a few trophies that you have oh. That's it back there, but it's the plaque, the daytime Emmy plaque. Um, they give it out a few trophies and then the rest are all plaques that, that say daytime Emmy and are, are, are given to you as, uh, so yeah, I, um, I, I'm, I keep it behind me. <laughs> so everyone, everyone that comes in, they can see yeah. it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's gotta be, you know, when, when you can write Emmy award winner, right. In your name, that's when you, uh, that's yeah. it, well, that feeling. It, it was, it was I'm very grateful to have it. You know, I didn't expect it to be honest. We were doing it because we, we, we're, you know, working on the project and interested in it. And then we happen to win. It's one of the first daytime Emmys for a web series. It's the first time. So, oh. yeah. They don't normally give daytime Emmys to web series. So it was the first year that they, had, they had, second year, I think, that they'd done that. So That's fantastic. I, I want to talk about, uh, you know, you mentioned the, the stunt work. Uh, mm -hmm. You uh, did uh, fight choreography. You did sword work as well. How yeah. did you... So I, I've also done uh, fight choreography, and I had to learn sword work yes. on the job. So how, how did you, you know, come? Well, how was that experience for you? You, you, did, you? With wrestling, or is it what? What did you do as far as your? Yeah, so uh, I I was at I was in uh, a movie. I I was in a movie, but uh, I did more behind the scenes doing. Uh, I was a, a stunt 
and a, the, a fight choreographer as well. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so, you know, I put together the, the fight scenes and stuff, but there were also sword fights in that. And then, which we had, we had a, a fantastic uh, sword fight coordinator. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about putting those together. Yeah. However, I did have to worry about participating. Yes. So that was a, a, a very fast learning curve. It was, you have yeah. to learn this right now. What was your experience like with swords? Well, I, I trained, I trained a lot. I can I started out just goofing around really because I knew some of the stunt guys and some of the guys from, um, uh, I can't think of the name of the show. Uh, and, and I'm trying to think of the name of the show now, but, um, I knew a bunch of the guys. And so we started using uh, broadswords and, and rapiers and just, just goofing around. And then I started studying and, and training and I fell in love with it. I just, cause it's so quick, you know, and when I'm watching now, you know, is it, they've really have advanced in the sword fighting as well. And when you watch some of these shows, they're really, it's really even quicker now and it's really close combat, you know, you right. know, when you're doing it. So, but I loved it. And I, I just kind of, I found that also the fight choreography I really loved because to me it was all of it is like a dance, you know? I mean, I don't know if you feel that same way, but that's how it feels to me. My mom was a dancer. And so to me, it's just, you have to be quick and then you have to also not injure the other person. You have to avoid, avoid getting injured as well. So um, I've taken a couple kicks to the head. from from guys you know and I was I was old I you know I was at this point in my life where I was was also not in my 20s anymore fighting all these guys and you know I I after a while and I'm still friends with a lot of the stunt stunt people but I did eventually just say okay maybe it's time to to kind of move on from this (laughs) as much as I still love it though do you uh have you thought about putting some of, uh, uh, you know, doing your own fight scene for uh, stage uh, shows and, and, and coordinating them, but not necessarily participating because, again, I, know I don't how- think that I would be have enough experience to really coordinate something. Okay. I mean, I might, I, I, I don't know. I've never, never done it. Um, I'm a very, you know, I, I've done a lot of sports and I do a lot of adventure stuff still. And, and my actually left baseball behind and softball behind when I got into the martial arts, I started focusing on kickboxing and boxing and, and I loved it and I still do. And um, I'm, I, you know what, to be honest, if somebody threw me in something right now, I would be totally up for getting ready for it and, and, and doing some fight stuff. So I, I still really love kickboxing and everything. Uh, that's great. Now you say you left baseball behind and stuff, but are you still into it? Do you still watch baseball? Do you still keep up with it? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm very, uh, uh, getting pretty heavily involved with the girls. We're always very involved with women's baseball and there's a big push for it right now. And so, um, I'm actually writing something. I'll come back with you when I'm finished with it. And absolutely um, every day I've been writing, working on something and I've talked talk to some people about it and they're very excited and hopefully it'll, I can get, get it done soon. But um, we're, we're all very involved in women's baseball and little girls uh, spend a lot of time coming up to us and, and at everything that we're at. And, but to be honest, they really are, are really love the older women when they see the older women, which I love the fact that That's they graduate and they know who they are and they're like, you're our heroes. And, um, and there are a lot of groups that are doing women's baseball lots. And so we're the only country that doesn't have a professional league yet. You know, I mean, Japan, all these other countries do. And um, so we're very heavily 
try to promote women's baseball. And they're building a women's baseball museum in Rockford, Illinois, that some of the older women are, are attached to, that they'd right. love to see that done before, before, you know, before they're, you know, gone. So absolutely. I would be 100% behind that. Okay. So you talked about uh, growing up in Detroit, but living mm-hmm. in Chicago. So who's your team? Um, Detroit Tigers, okay. but I also have a real love for, for the Cubs because um, I lived in Wrigleyville. When I got a league of their own, I was living in Wrigleyville and I used to walk to work when we would shoot up at the, up at the stadium. Right. Yeah. You, and then you got the, you got to play in Wrigley Field. I mean, gosh. We got to show, throw out a first pitch there. We got to throw out a first pitch at the Angels game. We got to throw it at, at the Dodgers. We um, uh, we played in White Sox Stadium. Not the new one, the old one. We, old we, we shut it down for us, and we had the run of the entire stadium, and we ate hot dogs and played baseball all day long in the stadium. Um, so you, you're a baseball lover. You know, who's your team? Uh, I am a Tampa Bay Rays fan because I was born, yes. and, born and raised in Tampa. Yeah. So we did uh, in the year too, right? So um, right, yeah, you did. You participated in the the Ted Williams thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So um, and then the Braves were my first love because well, Florida didn't have a team, so it was the yeah. southernmost team. So I uh, was always a Braves fan. So I'm a Braves fan and a uh, a Rays fan, and my wife is a is a staunch Cubs fan. So. Yeah. Uh, you have support there, but Patty, let me tell you. So I live about 30 miles from Lakeland mm-hmm. and that's where the Detroit Tigers have their spring training. Oh, really? All right. So you have to come down sometime no, in March, love- sometime in March and we'll go to a Tigers spring training game. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. I would love that. Yeah, I- come, we'll, we'll make, we'll make plans next year. Uh, we'll, we'll hit up some, uh, some Tigers spring training. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. That sounds great. And you know, I, um, not too long ago, I trained, uh, I got an invite from an Australian women's baseball team and they were all like in their twenties and they said, can you go with us and we'll pay for you to train at the White Sox facility. So my batting got so much better and I, I played with these girls, but these girls were amazing. I mean, the women's baseball has advanced so much right. and I tell you, I could barely walk at the end of this, this thing where I was playing with them and training with them. And, uh, it was pretty awesome, but, uh, that was like the last time I really, you know, played hardcore, but, um, I would love to do that with you. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. 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 Let's, uh, we'll, we'll make plans, you know, off, off the air, but, um, I, I'm super excited to, to see what you were putting together, this project you're working on. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, and, uh, I, I want to talk, you know, you've talked about, uh, you know, product placement and mm-hmm. that type of stuff, but I, I have to talk about, let's make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> So I, everybody knows let's make a deal. Yeah. So you were the, what the prize content producer. So what, yeah. what is, does that sound? It sounds like you were getting all the things that people are winning. That's what no, I didn't. That was okay. a weird job that, you know, that came up that I, I, my career seems to be constantly like, I mean, even when I got CSI New York, I had no idea what I was doing. And, and even the interview, was like, you know what you're doing? I said, no. And they go, well, let's just give you a shot. You know, and I said, okay. And so I feel like that that's happened to me a lot. And that was a job that um, came up and it was to write the copy. It was a copywriter. And for the, for the uh, 
for all the shows and they did three shows a day right. and they'd never done any copywriting before. And it was, it was something I said, well, I've never done this before, so I'll try it. And it was really intense. I got to tell you, it's a very hard job. And uh, it, I'd never worked on a game show and it's a completely different world. Um, and it's, it's, they have three shows a day and the audiences come in three times a day and they're running that show and the talent's running it. And, you know, you're trying to write the copy and update it, you know, because if they win one of the prizes, they have to come up with a different prize. So you're constantly writing the copyright for it. And trying to, and I thought it's a skill I've never, never, never done that before. You know, I'm, I'm up for anything. So I did that for a little bit and it was really interesting. And I was also, yeah, a prize content producer on the show as well. So um, yeah, it was very interesting. Just fake it till you make it, right? Until you make it, you know, Um <laughs> Yeah, it was really fast paced. They would call you from the booth and just go, you've got to rewrite this right now. We're on commercial break. And I'd just be like, what? You know, and I would rewrite whatever it is they needed and send it back to the booth, you know. And again, it was it was there was there was no training for this. They didn't have time to train me. It was just kind of crazy. It's I mean, talk about on the job training. Yeah, absolutely. So, as you're as you're doing it. So yeah, I feel uh, like I'm doing a lot of that. So <laughs> <laughs> and then being a, a product placement, you know, mm -hmm. coordinator for a lot of these sh television shows and movies. I mean, that's, that's gotta be something, you know, being able to be on all these sets, but being able to, a lot of the shots depend on what you're putting together. Right. Well, um, you know, it's a very interesting because mine is uh, when we when I did CSI New York, uh, there were only three of us kind of on shows pretty much. I mean, usually it's a prop master job or a set decorator, you know, coordinator's job. Right. Or, and um, uh, so it, it's 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 not like people are always like, oh, do you put like water in the and I go, I, you know, like New Amsterdam. I don't know if you've seen that, but I did all the medical equipment on that show the surgical lights, the tables, that, that was all, I, I resource stuff. Right. They, they tell me the look they're looking for. I, I, I try to explain the equipment to them and, and, and get the technicians and get the, um, the stuff. And I have to get it in time shipped there um, and try to educate them on the medical equipment. And then I have to get, make sure that we get it all back to the company. If the show, if the show goes for years, they keep it. Uh, but it goes back and, uh, you know, to, and then you have to clear it legally and you also have to deal with standards and practices sometimes right. and marketing department and clients and then the, the production company and the studio. So, right. Uh, yeah. So, so gonna, yeah. And then you have to deal, I got you know, with contracts and, and how, um, you know, if they are paying you to get their product in right. or you're, paying, you know, to be able to use their product. Mm -hmm. That's got or it's free. free. Most or of the time or free. For me, right. most of the time it's 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 saving their budget so they don't have to. And it, it can be anything. I've done everything from robots for um extent, which was a Spielberg show. I had to do the robot get robots and uh, <laughs> figure out and I'd never done that before. So they were like, can you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Good <laughs> try my best, <laughs> you know. So we ended up, he ended up approving all of them. I had, you know, I had to go through his approval to make sure he was okay. Oh my gosh. So they ended up only building one of the robots, but that also was on top of that. I was also doing everything else. I, I was doing the entire show. So right. 
um, inventing Anna. You, you've seen that. That's another show of mine that I, I did during right before we we actually had to shut down during COVID. So every time you go into something, it's a new experience, and 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 you're always thinking outside the box on how you can accommodate everybody and keep everybody happy and and still get the job done. So um, I I couldn't imagine. That sounds. I mean, that sounds intense. It sounds like it's just a literally like nonstop. Yeah, it can be. It can be pretty, pretty intense sometimes. <laughs> I've had to do, you know, emergency rooms over, over, over New Year's Eve and Christmas when nobody was even there and, and I was doing it and then figuring out how to get it shipped when they weren't even there to receive it. So um, that was fun, but um, a challenge. <laughs> I'm always having a nervous break. I'm like, I hope we can get this done, you know, but it always works out, you know, it works out. Yep. Always. Yeah. Now, like Patty, I found some amazing photos on your website. Now, can you give us some backstory? So uh, what I came to understand in, in doing my research, those are your father's original photos. Is that correct? Oh, thank you for noticing those. Yeah. Yeah. My father was uh, was a photographer here. in the. Oh, there's some amazing photos. He uh, that's only like a small you know, there's, there's hundreds of them. And the, the my mom and dad were out here in the forties. And um, when they went back to Flint, Michigan, he was killed. And so they've been sitting in my mom's basement she, for years and years. And I found them down there. We knew they existed, but my mom was very, uh, I, she just didn't know what to do with them. And so I said, well, how about we, we get them published? How about we get them out there? We, you know, uh, get some of the photos. So, so yeah, I, they've been on film and television. People have used them on shows and um, yeah. And I'm, I'm getting ready to do another big push of, of his stuff and put it out there because, um, and I've learned a lot about him through his photography and my mom is in some of the photos. Uh, she was his muse for some of them. And she would want me to say this very clearly, <laughs> none of the nudes, <laughs> not any of the nudes. So, you know, um, Again, you know, and that was, he was at the Pacific School, you know, the, the art school that's oh. out here, big art school that, the, um, arts, what is it called, the art school design or the, um, and that at the time, uh, he, he, that's the only school he wanted to go to. And, you know, now they turn out some of the, Steichen was there and Ansel Adams, and he studied under all those people. So that, that's incredible. And, and you, I think you're doing a, a very cool thing in keeping his legacy going with these photos uh it's you know it's a way to you know keep like you said they've been in they've been in uh television shows and stuff so it's to keep his his art alive it's fantastic yeah he's literally i was sitting i i was a um director of de uh, development uh for uh Paramount Studios and I was sitting in a screening room with a friend of mine who does clearances and she's freaking out and the rock it's um, Baywatch. And one of my dad's photos is literally right behind his head. And she's like, we have to find out who that artist is. We, we, we got to find out if that's cleared. I go, that's my dad's work. We're okay. We're good. And I, but I couldn't believe it though. It was sitting right there and I had no idea that they'd rented it for the film and it's in the rocks apartment. So that was really exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, that's got to, that's, I mean, that's got to hit a little bit different than all, anything else you're working yeah, on. Absolutely. It's been a real journey, you know, discovering those. And, and like I said, there's hundreds of them that I'm always trying to, you know, cause they're on the big four by five negatives back in the day where they do that. So you can literally hold them up and see <sighs> what the color and what the photo looks like um, before you print it. 
that's that's fantastic. Yeah, anybody who's who's watching, I highly recommend you go to Patty's website and and check that out. They're they're really really cool photos. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is your mm -hmm. work uh, with uh, teaching improv and stage, you know, work to at risk children. How did oh. you? How did you? Well, you really researched. <laughs> I do a lot. I do a lot of work, Patty. I do no, a lot right. of work. Yes, so that's my dancer. Yeah. Um, but uh, stuff like that, that, that really, that, you know, really, you know, reaches me. So how did you get started doing that? Um, you know, honestly, um, uh, quite a while ago, Ann Cusack, who was also in the League of Their Own, her, her parents were very um, generous people and always involved in community work. And, and she started an organization. She pulled a lot of the actors from Actors Gang. And um, uh, a lot of a lot of actors and pulled us together and um, asked us if we could be teachers for her organization. That's kind of how I got started. And so I had uh, we each had groups and I had young girls who were runaways who I did. In, and I have to tell you, the thing that was so frustrating about that was that I saw some brilliant uh, kids um, come through that were super talented and have no idea how much they they had to offer and um uh and and then they sometimes they would just disappear again you know but you'd have them there for a little bit and see their their magic and then so that was very difficult but um we got to work with a lot of kids and um uh do a lot of improv and then i did some communication work where i was teaching um uh young adults um improv in order to get them to for their uh, English skills to help work on their English skills. And, and they completely forget that they actually know more than they, they know because they're doing improv and they're forget about it because they're so concerned about the improv and they, they were doing advanced stuff in front of me. It was really pretty. <laughs> so I, that's my favorite thing is working with young people. I think that, that, that really keeps me young and inspires me. And there, we, we, you know, it's, it's really amazing to watch them um, and how artistic they are. Some of them, and, and you know, right. it's, it's you see their light bulb turn on. Yes, and a lot of them, you know, we had at risk children, and they weren't at risk. They were they were just bored, you know. And they they wanted, you know, they they right. wanted to do stuff, and they 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 were just very creative kids, is what they were. Right. More than being labeled at risk, I would say so. It's very interesting what the arts can do and what sports can do for kids. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Now, uh, you've been on stage, you've been uh, behind and in front of a camera, you've done improv, you've done, you know, uh, producing work. Do you have, do you have a favorite of all of those that you, if you could, you would prefer? Um. I guess, I guess the, uh, the acting. Yeah. I mean, that's really my passion. And, um, I love the stunts too. I really did. I love doing that. Um, I actually, my, my biggest passion right now is just, uh, is travel. That's, that's where I really, uh, love doing that. So, um, and, and the riskier, the better, but, um, Ooh. yeah, that we really got, you know, COVID really. Right. I was going to say, what have you been able to travel at all over the past two years or has that been put on a whole, you know? Yeah. Pretty, you know, I, I pretty much, I mean, I, I, I mean, because we're all trying to be careful and everything. I mean, I, I um, did some trips cross country, but I was always safe and staying in somebody's mobile trailer that they had. So I could actually visit them and, 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 you know, and travel to 
places. I got to know the states a little bit better, just you know, doing road trips like that. But oh um, yeah, it, that, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people found that 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 was you know interesting. But um, I'm I'm anxious to get back. Um, I had I had a trip. We were going to do a ten day hike uh, to Nepal. Uh, where you actually hike for, and you stay in um, hutches and stuff like that. And you hike for 10 days, but that got canceled. We were going to, I have a group that we do and we do adventure trips together. You know, we do white water rafting and, and stuff like that. And do, um, I went to Syria with, with, we backpacked and, and so I really like to just get in with other cultures and learn about other cultures and meet people. And I mean, that really it just is makes me i mean it's just so amazing to meet other people from other countries and That's, see their point of view you know i like the concept of white water rafting yeah. but it was awful I, <laughs> i'm afraid I'm of when i'm in these situations it was like a five class rapids in peru and i was not happy that's, i mean that's, yeah that's what i've i have a, like i like the the idea of it but I have a feeling at the end of the day, it's going to be a bad day. It makes for a great story, but it was pretty, pretty yeah. awful. <sighs> yeah. Uh, what I want to do now is something that I do uh, that I call the Milo Beasley show frequently asked questions. And I'm going to ask you the same five questions that I asked to all my guests here on the show. There's no wrong answers. It's just the first thing that pops into your head. That's Are simple. you ready? Yes. All right. <laughs> Question number one, what was your first concert you attended? Okay, this is going to date me. <laughs> Want me to answer this? I'm coming up on a birthday here. Uh, don't laugh. I'm not no, going to laugh. Older boy. Who was it? <laughs> so I shouldn't even answer this. I'm going to do it. Lover right. boy. Lover oh. boy. Lover boy. That's a great first. That's a great concert. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was good times. That's a that's a fantastic concert. How how was it? How uh did they was was it just them or did they have openers? I think yeah, I think I remember it was just them. Yeah, I mean there were a lot of good concerts we went to. You know we lived we lived there a lot of great concert places in Detroit. But yeah, Loverboy, that was that's a good one. I've yeah. Never, oh gosh, I, I would I would I would dig a Loverboy concert. All right, question number two. Uh huh. Do you believe in ghosts? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You've had some things happen. Some things happen. Yeah. I've had some experiences. Yes. I don't see. I, I've I, had some weird experiences. I'm on the fence on, I don't know. I've never had anything like, but I, I think, I don't know. I, don't, I, you know, I've had, uh, I've had some experiences and I've, I've, yeah. And I've had friends who have had their places cleansed because of some stuff, but, um, and the neighbors heard it too. It was a old apartment building I lived in and the neighbors heard it too. And everybody was convinced there was something going on based on the history of the, so it wasn't just us noticing it, you know, but, um, yeah, I do believe that there's energy. I, 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 you know, I don't know if you, you know, if you're going to see who you're going to see something. I've never actually right. seen anything. It's just more of just what I believe that there's an energy there. And I, yeah. You, you, you're not sure you're on the fence. I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I, I feel like that there, again, like you said, there's an energy in places that I go, uh, that I, and I've been to, uh, again, you know, like, we felt, right. Do what? 
you felt things in places you've been. Yeah. You know, there's just like this, a weird aura, a weird energy. And you're like, Oh, no. somebody is watching me right now. Yeah. And that's, I, you know, yeah. Listen, when my brother's a geophysicist and he, uh, he had an experience and listen, this is somebody who's very sign, a lot of science, no, very scientific. And he, he said, yeah, well, yeah, I've, I've had an experience like that once that was really weird. And so if my brother is saying that, I got to kind of, kind of go with that. So, all right. He's Mr. Science. So, you know, absolutely. Yeah. All right, question number three. And it's a, this is a little twist on a commonly asked question, but uh -oh. in a movie about your life, who would play your parents? Oh my gosh. <laughs> really interesting. I've never thought of that. I have to think about that one. That's a tough one. Um, they're a pretty cute couple. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty modern for their day. He was a photographer and she was a dancer. She's a ballerina. So I'd have to think about that. That's a, That's an interesting question. Who, who do you think would play your parents? Who do I think would play my parents? You know, as many times as I asked this question, I don't know if I've thought about it for myself. So I would like Jessica Chastain to play my mom. I think I'd have to think about who my dad. He kind of had James Dean look, so I'd have to think about that. Yeah. Right, we'll, 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 we'll swing back around to it. Yeah. Um, think about that now. Question number four. Who is your favorite person to follow on social media? Uh, I don't really follow a lot of people on social media, do I? Or I do... My niece. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, little niece, my little niece, Finley. I like to follow her. She's pretty hilarious. That's, that's um, a great answer. A lot of people are like, oh, Jimmy Fallon, The Rock. And you're like, my niece. Yeah, that's, yeah. My favorite, that's my favorite <laughs> answer that anybody's given. Yeah, she's pretty funny. She's cute. <laughs> and then I'm really interested to hear your response to this. So uh, you've met so many people got to work you know uh on camera behind camera with so many people but did you ever have that big fangirl moment where you were like oh my gosh it's so and so and i have to meet them or oh my gosh it's so and so and so and i dare not ever meet them <laughs> yes i do have someone that and i'm to this day i regret that i haven't i haven't met her, but I thought one day maybe I'll work with her. Helen Marin. Oh, yeah. Now, the other person would have been Audrey Hepburn. Uh, and I never, uh, I went to go see her in something in Chicago. She read from Anne, the Anne Frank diary with the orchestra behind her, but I never got oh, to wow. meet her. I would have loved to, to have met her, but, um, but yeah. Um, uh, I, Helen Marin, Several times I've been in her vicinity and too afraid to speak to her. <laughs> and once was at Penny Marshall's part. She had a party and I could see Helen from, uh, I was up above something. I could see her down below, but it was at a big mansion that we were all, it was a party, a birthday party. And she went into some other room 
And then I couldn't find her, but I have been standing actually right next to her and just said hi. And that was it because I was so, you know, I've been a fan of her since I was like 17, 18 years old. I've known who she is. So uh, one day I will have a conversation with her, but you know, you always, you're always afraid that, you know, and I've heard nothing but lovely things about her, but I just want, you just want to have a good experience. <laughs> so I'm just like, hi. And she said hi to me. <laughs> so I was like, but I've heard my friends, people have spoken to her, said she's lovely and she's really great. And Penny's would have, that party would have been a perfect opportunity, but uh, I think I was just too nervous. So it happens. It's yeah. ha I've done it. I've been there and done it. Um, all right. So then this, uh, one of the last things I want to do, uh, our second game is called the top five. I'm asking you a random question. Now this one's always different, but uh, I'd love to hear your opinion your top five, no particular order, favorite baseball players. Oh, wow. Um, okay. My top five. All right. Mickey Stanley. Okay. He was, he was my, can we, can they be from any era? Can, yes. Any, any era. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would say uh, Mickey Stanley. Um, Jackie Robinson. Um, oh, who else did I like? Um, I like, um, Roberto Clemente. Um, I'm going to say Al Kaline. Tiger. Great. Yep. And, um, who's the fifth? Um, gosh, who would be my fifth? Oh, um, Maybell Blair. Uh, my buddy who's 90 who's a baseball player and Pepper Pear Davis those two if I could add one more in there Absolutely. those two babies as well who's winning the World Series this year uh, I don't know I don't know who do you think is going to win it who, who uh, do you think our team who, who's I mean you know the Dodgers seem to load you know load up their lineup so yeah, uh, you know to beat to beat the Dodgers this year but you know what? Uh, well, that, was a healthy, a weird year too. that was a very uh, weird year also. A healthy Mike Trout and a healthy Shohei uh, Otani together. That's going to be a tough Angels team to beat, but they got to yeah. both stay healthy. Um, but, you know, the Rays, they're always in it for whatever reason now. So uh, that's true. And uh, that was, oh, that was so fun, that event with the Rays, because Mickey Lolich was there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, they they had you know like a whole bunch. They had allowed the ballplayers. Did you go to that event? But you I knew did about not it. go to that event. No, but uh, the Rays are my home team. I go to a lot of yeah. games there. Oh, during the Rays. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. Um, so that that was lovely to meet all those all the people there and go to that event. So um, so yeah, we like the Rays because whenever we've had an experience with any teams, we just kind of <laughs> love with them because we are very close to the Cubs. You know, right. Um, that those guys were our guys because they trained us and stuff. So too. So yeah, that's fantastic. Well, Patty, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Do uh, you have any any last words for folks who may be watching at home? Um, just support what your girls playing sports, whatever it is that they choose to do. Fathers and mothers, just really support them. And and because team, it's not just about baseball, but it's about the team team playing and and being part of a team and and um, whether it's 
or they're acting as an ensemble or, you know, just learning that team leadership and stuff. So just support them and let them be kids. That would be my last uh, thing to say, but thank you. This has been such a pleasure and I'll see you next year. Absolutely. Uh, thank you all for watching. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button and most importantly, tell your friends and uh, we'll see you next week. Raise up.